Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Joining us now, uh, back to the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, the NFL Hall of Famer inducted back in 2014. Uh, he's the longtime linebacker of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He hands down in-game misconduct discipline weekly in the NFL, and he's also an owner with walk-ons where we are today here in downtown Indy. The incredibly talented Derek Brooks joins us now. Hello, Derek. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, sir. But I do want to make one slight correction and disclaimer. Okay. I do, as an appeals officer, I do not administer fines. You you look at the film. <laughs> Holy crap! Just no, as you no, said no, that, they no. brought out a bunch of food to me here. So wait a minute. No, one more time. You you just view no. it. You don't hand it down. No. So the process is is myself and James Thrash. If players are fined, and they're fined uh, through John Runyon and his team at the yeah. NFL, then the player will appeal that fine. That's where myself and James Thrash steps in as the appeal officers. So guys plead their case to us, and we need to do three things. <laughs> we uphold the fine, we reduce the fine, or we rescind the fine. <laughs> So what? that is our role. We don't – I tell players, I got to tell the ball, Tyler, I don't find you. Okay? That's clearly – I say, but I am the judge, jury, and – some cases, you know, execution. <laughs> it sounds like you you have a pretty significant role in that process to me. But no, I, I get I, I do get what you're saying here. What what's the uh, you mentioned? You know the the triple threat here. What's the uh, outcome to one of those three things that happen with every argument? The most well, normal it, outcome. It, 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 well, it, it just depends, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, our, our job is to continue the education process of this game and to make our game safer for all the men, you know, that's out there playing it. You know, it's a different game than when I played in my time, and guys are very conscious of that. Uh, whether it's, you know, the, the I would say the hits, you know, most things now is, you know, the helmet, you know, get your helmet in, helmet out, head and shoulder area, trying to protect guys, you know, from anything from that to, you know, other on-field discipline, hits on quarterbacks, fighting, pulling guys off piles. I mean, it's anything that goes on on the field, you know, you do have an opportunity. There is an opportunity for the NFL to, to hand down a fine. So, and so again, in some cases, I, I disagree. Uh, and I rescind the fine. In other cases, it may not be to the degree uh, that they find, and we reduce it. In other cases, we uphold it if uh, I feel the NFL was right. Um, hey, Derek, being a part of this, is it the uh, is it the best way to handle it? From what you have gathered over the years doing this, is this the best way to handle you know the discipline that goes down to the NFL with what you guys are all all doing and concentrating as a part of together? Yeah, when you talk about on-field, yes, and that's the part that I am a part of is on-field. 
uh, conduct and actions. And it goes through a litany of communities from the player safety committee, which is it's half players, owners, GM coaches, to our competition committee, which is made up of everybody that's invested in the game. So uh, to medical uh, committees. I mean, you have a lot of areas and touch points that we're that we're a part of in trying to keep uh, our game the best game possible and the most safest game uh, out there possible. And every year, there are going to be things that come up where there's area of improvement, and we just try to stay proactive in doing it. And it's no dis- no different than the discipline process. And I think one critical thing that uh, players over the years that I've been doing this for so long, gets to understand that this appeals office position, which myself and James Thrash served, it was created by the CBA. So we're unbiased. We don't work for the league. We don't work for the union. We work for the CBA. We work for both. So we have no allegiances but to anything, and, and that's the game. And doing all we can to continue to educate, Make our make our game safer and make it better because we're part of it. So Derek Brooks, the Hall of Famer, joins us. I do want to talk some football with you and about walk-ons, obviously, but I, I'm yes. interested in this. I, I, do you ever second guess yourself with these situations? No, I try to go. I honestly uh, try to put myself through every possible scenario to know when I go lay my head down at night that I've made the best decision possible with the information I was given. And some people are going to agree with it, some are not, especially when it comes to suspensions. Uh, whether it's late hit, conduct, et cetera, over the years, you know, I take my time. I, I value everything that everyone tells me, especially the players. When I'm communicating with them and having conversation, they know I am – going to listen to them. I'm going to give them my ear, both of them. Uh, at the same time, they respect how I handle the process because I, I give them respect, they give it back. Even though they may disagree with some of my decisions, they know that it went through a process with me and the decision and the information and the testimony wasn't taken lightly. Even though they may disagree, they know they were treated fairly in the process. And that's, that is, is what's important to me. That is Derek Brooks right there. I was just talking to Stephen Holder, somebody that spent many years covering you down in Tampa oh, yeah. for the, yeah, yeah, the Tampa did. Tribune. Um, he brought this up. And uh, just by talking with you in the last five minutes, I can understand how this is incredibly true, that, that you were the, the lead voice on most things in that locker room. And I, I can't tell you how invaluable – that type of personality is in any locker room, much less an NFL locker room. Did you take that seriously, that leadership value? Because it's obvious what you brought to the field talent-wise, athleticism, all of it, the total package defensively. But did you take that leadership value that sincerely in day number one when you started in the NFL? Uh, Yes, and and I waited my time uh, to serve the leadership role. Uh, Hardy Nickerson was our – uh, defensive captain and team leader uh, for two to uh, three, three to four years uh, before uh, it was my time. And I, I, again, debt of gratitude to him for just showing the way to be a professional. 
And when it was my time to step up and take that leadership role, uh, I studied for it, to be honest with you. Uh, I had to. I really went to study, hey, what is a good leader? At the same time, what is a leadership role? The role of leadership and being a leader. And, you know, the things that I learned through this, this process is, hey, you're not a leader if no one's following <laughs> no matter yeah. what you you may right. think yourself, and in order to get people to follow, you got to listen and you got to be authentic. And I think that is uh, probably some of the greatest compliments my teammates have paid me all these years. Is hey, they know my relationships with them were genuine. Secondly, they know where they they were important, and I walked to walk and talked to talk. And lastly, yeah. I gave everybody space to be themselves. And when it came to, you know, stepping up and being accountable, I was the first one in front of the bus, you know, in terms of, of taking it for the team. And that just wasn't on the field. It was off the field. And just over the years, I just continued to earn that equity with all the men on the team. And it didn't matter if you were my teammate for five minutes, five years, or 15 years. I was going to treat you the same. And you you knew that. Uh, I was going to be genuine in doing it, and it took a lot of work. <laughs> That's why uh, a lot of people don't step up when it's time to do that, because it is a lot of work. But, again, I believe God put me in a position to be a servant leader, and I just try to do the best I can. Hey, Derek, there's not a day off anything, anytime, any place in what you just described. There's no day off. <laughs> No, I, I didn't expect it either. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there can be if that's who you want to be. I mean, there can be. I mean, every different angle. No, you, you just find your ways to do it. I was blessed, man, to never miss a game, uh, punch every day of that clock. But, but through it all, you find your ways to do it. And that's where I feel in studying the leadership role – it's certain times where you're still the leader, but you, you delegate. You put certain people in certain situations to be their own leader and be comfortable in their own skin and their own role to do it. And that, to me, that's a, that's a place of rest because now you're giving someone else a place to grow. And I honestly uh, was very conscious about doing that. Well, I'm ready to follow you anywhere right now. Let me tell you. I'm surrounded by uh, a, a group of your colleagues here, and I can understand why you're a part of it. The Hall of Famer, Derek Brooks, is with us. Uh, what, what made you uh, want to be a part of walk-ons here, where we're broadcasting live from today here in Andy, Derek? Oh, man, it's the same process. Uh, from uh, meeting Brandon Landry, uh, one of the principal owners years ago, and wanted to be a part of this franchise uh, and this team. Uh, but I wanted to wait for the right situation, uh, the right city, the right people to be in partnership with. And it took them about six about six years of recruiting <laughs> before, you know, I, I came uh, across Wade Cornbiff and Todd, uh, who's there right with you, and uh, just getting to know them, say, hey, these are my guys. This is who I want to be a part of with this brand and this group. And it doesn't surprise me that it's, it's right there in downtown Indy. And for what everything that Todd brings from his background and, you know, being up there in business and him knowing the pulse of that area to what Wade brings from behind the scenes and numbers and, and me from the relationship part, we feel we have something to offer 
uh, that space and place in downtown Indy in terms of food and experience that hasn't been done before. And we want to ask everybody to give us a chance to be a part of it and, co- and come help sell and tell our story, uh, to be honest with you. We we want to uh, be that that uh, current where it says rising tides raise all ships. We want to be that current to get that that high rising tide that lifts everybody up. And we want to earn the, earn the trust of the business community uh, there in Indy. Todd has it because he's been there and done it, but he hasn't done it with me and Wade. And we want to earn our equity and, and jump in and be a part of, uh, of the community, starting with you by having you uh, be a partner of us and, and bring your show and, uh, to us. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, have, you able to more, have you on a consistent basis here with us, but there's just some small steps that we want to take in terms of earning the business trust of the people of Indianapolis that come through our doors and have the best experience possible. Well, I've known Todd for 16 years, man. There's nobody better. I mean, you, you I tell you what, you guys all partner up like this. Some some great folks. And I, well, I'd love to talk with you whenever you have the opportunity to come on the show. But we'd love to see you down here at some point. Will you make an appearance or two here in India walk-ons at some point? Yes. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, the first one I was scheduled to make is when we was, we was opening. But... Uh, I had to get four wisdom teeth taken out. And uh, it was advised that if I thought that was tough, if I decided to get on a plane and come up there, I'd probably still be recovering from having those things taken out. But, yes, I, I do plan uh, on coming up there, uh, not just once, but uh, on a consistent basis. Uh, i got a bunch of friends, you know, over in the coach family and, and yeah. part of the paper. So I – Again, plan on earning the trust of the business community by being present. How many people? How many people do you uh, stay in touch with in and around the Colts organization? Oh man, you know, you you name it. Starting with uh, uh, GM to uh, I mean, great thing. Cato June is back there on the coaching yeah. staff. You know, obviously Gus was my defensive coach. At, uh, here with the Bucks, and uh, now he's, you know, their defensive coordinator. Obviously, I talked to some of the players in this process more than I, I need to. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know him. And, again, uh, that's just some of the, the people that, obviously, the players, man. Uh, Darius Leonard turns down in Tampa, and I hope he stays healthy this year, man, to get back on that field and have a, a bigger impact. And, and now that uh, Mr. Richardson has been there, and hopefully he's an answer at the quarterback position that the uh, Colts have been looking for uh, since Andrew Luck left. And no doubt about that. By the way, we figured out here collectively um, November the 26th when the Buccaneers are here. you got to be here for that, don't you? That's right? That's one of the dates we talked about. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. I'm coming as a businessman. I'm not coming as a Bucks fan. I understand. <laughs> we all understand want, that. Hey, I listen. Because hey, I want I want to leave like I came in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we just we just want to hang, man. That's it. I, I want to have you on as as much as you want to come on and and certainly be here because uh, it's been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it, and and really we haven't even talked about football a bunch, but it's just uh, enjoyable to talk. Congratulations on everything from the Hall of Fame to to your gig right now and obviously here being a part of, of walk-ons, Derek. And, man, whenever you get to town, let me know so we can get you on the show or whenever you want to call into the show, do it. Uh, the, the door and the phone is always wide open for you. You know that. 
Well, thank you. And I look forward again to uh, building this relationship. And you bet your butt it's not the first, nor will it be the last time you hear from me. Believe me. You, you got it, Derek. Thank you very much. All right. Take care.